Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or The Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, I'm bringing you guys yet another mock draft. In this video, we are doing a 14-team standard mock draft. It's at any position, so we're going to go ahead and click that random button in a couple of seconds. This was requested by one of my subscribers, Sam A. Thank you very much for the comment. If you guys would like to request a mock draft, please leave it down below in the comments. Now, there is a lengthy line to get yours done, but I will try to get it done as soon as possible. Now, in this draft, it is one quarterback, two running backs, two wideouts, tight end, flex, kicker, defense, and six bench spots. So a very typical setup. So we're going to hit that random button real quick. And we end up with the third overall selection in the draft. So let's get right into it. We are on fantasypros.com. They have no affiliation with me, but that's where we're doing these mock drafts. So with the first pick of the draft went run CMC, Chris McCaffrey, followed by Ezekiel Elliott at the 102. So a very typical one-two punch for the beginning of the draft. Even in standard leagues, Chris McCaffrey is going to be going at the 101. Zeke, Saquon, one of those guys likely going at the 102. So, right here, we have the 103. And to me, I'm not going Michael Thomas. In standard leagues, I'm really, really, really trying to get one of those top-tier running backs. And even with Michael Thomas still there, to me, it is a no-brainer to go Saquon Barkley. Now, to me, he's just the best running back available. Now, what if Saquon wasn't available? What would I have done? I would have probably have drafted Ezekiel Elliott because I think Ezekiel Elliott would have been available for me there at the 102 or at the 103 if they didn't pick uh, Zeke. So I would go with Zeke or Barkley here. I would be happy with either of them, but Barkley is clearly the pick here at the 103 because he is the one who is available. A straight-up no-brainer. So after we went with uh, Saquon Barkley, Michael Thomas came off the board, followed by Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Tyreek Hill, Nick Chubb, Joe Mixon, DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, uh, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Kenny Galladay, George Kittle, Josh Jacobs, Darren Waller, uh, Kenyon Drake, Travis Kelsey, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Lamar Jackson, and Austin Eckler. So Lamar Jackson going in the second round. Now, if you guys are watching at home in a 14-team league, no matter what it is, do not take a quarterback early. Just do not do it because your running backs are going to look astray. They are going to be god awful. So I like to not I like to stay away from quarterback. Same thing goes with tight end. Kittle, Waller, then Kelsey. Makes no sense. I don't understand why you draft Waller over Kelsey or uh, Mr. Mark Andrews, so to me that makes no sense. Um, Derrick Henry in standard, this guy's a god. You don't have to worry about the fact that he's not going to be catching so many passes because he just barrels through these guys. Obviously the catches still count because you get the yards for it, but you don't get that point or half point for it in standard leagues. Now I would recommend if you guys play in standard leagues, if you're not opposed to it, to try to get your commissioner to try to run a more stand or a PPR, half PPR type of league. That is just what I like to play in. That is my ideal settings. That's what I play in 10 leagues. One of them is standard. So, obviously still available here at the running back position. We got guys like Miles Sanders, Todd Gurley, Chris Carson, Leonard Fournette, Jonathan Taylor, David Johnson, Mark Ingram. At the wide receiver position, Odell, Amari, A.J. Brown, uh, Juli or Juju Smith-Schuster, Allen Robinson, D.J. Moore. So, there's still a lot of wide receivers available, but there's one running back here that's still available that, to me, stands alone over these other guys. Now, Leonard Fournette, to me, is close with him, but I'm going to have to go with Miles Sanders. Now, I know I previously called... Miles Sanders a bust in a video and I believe that where he is going to be going in like the second round of a 10 team league is way too high but right here at the 212 
I love that value. Now, I understand that they are likely going to bring in another running back in free agency, whether that's uh, Carlos Hyde, a guy like Devontae Freeman, to fill up that spot they had with Jordan Howard, that more of a bigger back. But it's still going to be a running back by committee, but I still think that Miles Sanders is going to dominate the touch share there, and I think they're just going to have to use him more than they did. So I like Miles Sanders here. I don't really like any of the other running backs and these wide receivers. I think I could just wait and get the one that I would prefer anyway. So I'm going to go with Miles Sanders here to get a star-studded running back core early. So after with Miles Sanders, Odell came out the board, followed by Judas Smith-Schuster, Allen Robinson, and A.J. Brown. So the guy I wanted fell right to me. Now that is D.J. Moore. Now D.J. Moore last season went on an absolute tear. He only scored four touchdowns, which in standard leagues, the touchdowns are actually more important because you're not getting those points for the balls caught. So he caught 87 balls for on 135 targets, over 1,175 yards, and four touchdowns, like I said. I think that his touchdowns go up. I think that he has a much better season this season than he had last year. He really broke out on the scene last year. Now, he has Teddy Bridgewater. So many people argue, oh, Teddy Bridgewater isn't as good. Oh, this, that, the other thing. Who gives a fuck if it's Teddy B or if it's... Cam or someone else like it doesn't really matter because they had Kyle Allen playing a bunch of games and DJ Moore still played good so I love DJ Moore's value here in the third round for my roster so right now through three rounds we have Saquon Barkley Miles Sanders and DJ Moore so a pretty solid lineup to get it started so everyone with DJ Moore Mark Andrews came out the board followed by Amari Cooper Todd Gurley Chris Carson Patty Mahomes Cortland Sutton, Adam Thielen, Leonard Fournette, Cooper Cup, Jonathan Taylor, David Johnson, Mark Ingram, uh, Melvin Gordon, James Conner, Keenan Allen, Devontae Parker, AJ Green, T.Y. Hilton, Tyler Lockett, Calvin Ridley, Zach Ertz, Devin Singletary. Now, a reason why I actually like to go running back early in these type of leagues is a lot of these guys that are my favorite targets later are very good at the running back position because of their pass catching skills. Guys like Kareem Hunt, just to name one. He's great because of his pass catching upside, but in standard, the pass catches don't really mean as much. A guy who catches five passes and then goes for 50 yards who gets you 10 points in PPR is not going to do that in standard. So that does kind of worry me. Some picks that I kind of want to talk about here real quick. Todd Gurley, to me, is kind of a reach in the third round. Now, I think he will get a ton of carries, but I'm just worried about his injury concerns. Chris Carson survived the draft. I mean, it seems like Rashad Penny is going to start off the season on the PUP, the physically unable to participate list. So that's great for Chris Carson. Chris Carson should be fine. Uh, I'm not sure I love him. Leonard Fournette, great value there in the third round. I was thinking about him over Miles Sanders, but I decided to go with Leonard Fournette. Jonathan Taylor, obviously rookie. This is a draft that includes rookies. He was a rookie just drafted a week ago to the Indianapolis Colts. A great landing spot for him. I think it may take a couple of weeks for him to get a majority of the carries to where you would want him as your running back one, so I don't love him as my running back one, but it is what it is. This guy went with David Johnson next. Okay value. I like David Johnson, just not in the third round. None of the other picks were really calling out to me, except for A.J. Green. Do not draft fucking A.J. Green. At all, don't draft T.Y. Hilton in the fourth round either. Very high for injury-prone players. Now, a lot of quarterbacks still available on the board. Just the top two went. Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray, to name a few, still available. But that is not who I would like to be going here. I'm probably either going to go running back or wide receiver here now. Wide receiver still available. We got D.K. Metcalf, Robert Woods, Stephon Diggs, D.J. Chark, Terry McLaurin. Running back still available. DeAndre Swift, Raheem Mostert, David Montgomery, Le'Veon Bell. Now, right here, none of these wide receivers are really calling to me like one of these running backs is, and that is just Le'Veon Bell. Now, I know, call me crazy, call me an asshole for taking Le'Veon Bell, who had a down season, all right? I understand he had a down season, and it might not get much better, but you know what he did last year? This guy was primo safety, primo safety. This guy was safe 
every single week. He scored. He was. He scored like a shit ton of points every single game and didn't even really do anything. He was just safe. You're getting you ten plus points every single game. And in the fourth round, what more can I ask for than a super safe running back? Now I love David Montgomery's upside, but when I pair a guy with like Miles Sanders. With David Montgomery, I'm a bit more worried because I'm not ultra confident in Miles Sanders. I think he will be great, but I think getting a safety net in Le'Veon Bell in the fourth round is where I would go, and that is who we're going to select here. So after with Le'Veon Bell, Raheem Mostert came out the board, followed by J.K. Dobbins, DeAndre Swift, and David Montgomery. So we won't even get the option to pile those two guys together. Now, right now, we're going to have to go wide receiver here. Even though I do love that running back value of Cam Akers, I think that Cameron Akers is a very talented running back coming out of FSU. Now, obviously, we've never seen him play in the NFL. He's a rookie, obviously. So will he get all the touches coming out the gate? I think he will, but I think it's going to be a split with Darrell Henderson, probably 60-40, but I still think he absolutely eats. But with that said, I just like this one player far too much to pass up on him, and that's Robert Woods. Now, Robert Woods last season, the beginning of his year, was dead. He was down there scoring you like near zero points. Then towards the back end of the season, this guy was skull fucking defenses. He was backshotting those defenses. He was destroying them. And now what I think will happen in 2020 is a much better season for Robert Woods. The uh, Rams had a bit of a Super Bowl hangover like the goddamn movie. That's what they were doing. They were sleeping. They figured out Sean McVay, but now Sean McVay is going to be coming bike stronger than ever. They get rid of Mr. Cooks, who was taking away targets from Once Cooks went down, Robert Woods was looking a lot better. And it seems like Cooper Cup may actually be one of those guys that ends up getting traded, whether that's before the season or during the season. He seems to be on the trading block. So if he goes... Robert Woods is going to be fantastic, and even with just Cooper Cup and Robert Woods and Van Jefferson or uh, one of the other wide receivers, Josh Reynolds on the team, I think Ro uh, Robert Woods is going to be a very talented wide receiver. I like him more than DK Metcalf. Now, DK Metcalf is one of those guys that does have those boom weeks. He's going to be a guy that scores two touchdowns and just mosses some guy and wins you a week. But I like Robert Woods here as my wide receiver number two. So through five rounds, we have Robert Woods, DJ Moore, Saquon Barkley, Miles Sanders, and Le'Veon Bell. So a very good team to start off thus far. Let me know down below in the comments, guys, if you would have changed anything about this draft. Now let me know down below uh, any other questions you got, it, and I'll make sure to answer them. Click the subscribe button button. Click the subscribe button button as well. I said the same thing twice, but that's okay. So, subscribe button. Robert Woods, after with him, came off Ju Jarvis Juice Landry, DK Metcalf, Stefan Diggs, Russell Wilson, Cam Akers, Jordan Howard, Dickie Dak Prescott, Marlon Mack, Kyler Murray, Sony Michelle, Debo Samuel, Austin Hooper, Drew Brees, Tyler Higby, Carryon Johnson, DJ Chark, Darrell Henderson, Ty Tyler Boyd, Terry McLaurin, Matt Ryan, Darius Geis, Michael Gallup. Now, Cam Akers and Darrell Henderson go within two rounds. Don't do or within one round. Don't do that. Do not do that. Pick Cam Akers, avoid Darrell Henderson. He, unless Cam Akers dies, he's not going to get a majority of the touches. Now, Carryon Johnson ends up going in the sixth round. Hell of a reach for him. I mean, it's just going to be a running back by committee there with the running back that they drafted in DeAndre Swift. So I'm very worried about that. I would stay away from both those guys. Uh, a bunch of quarterbacks coming off the board, like I said. Uh, Lamar, Mahomes, Wilson, Dak, Kyler, Breeze. Matt Ryan all off the board. In Even in 14-team leagues, I stay away from the quarterback. I just wait till later and find that value. Now, in 14-team leagues, I suggest drafting two quarterbacks. I may even suggest drafting two tight ends if you're taking a shot on them. Uh, other than that, 12, 10-team leagues, I do not do that. Now, looking at our roster, like I said, now we're in the sixth round. We got Le'Veon Bell, Robert Woods, DJ Moore, Miles Sanders, and Saquon Barkley. So a very solid start to the draft. Now, 
Looking at the wide receivers still available, Julian Edelman, Marquise Brown, Will Fuller, John Brown, eh, not guys I'm too happy about. At the running back position, Keyshawn Vaughn, Kareem Hunt, Philip Lindsay, Matt Breida, now a Miami Dolphin, and Damian Williams. So a bunch of picks that I don't necessarily like, but we're not going to go quarterback just yet. And I think I'd see the thing right here. If this was a PPR league, I would 100% be on the train of draft Kareem Hunt. I would be. I would be on the train of draft Kareem Hunt because of his pass catching value. Sure, he's not going to get 15 carries a game, but he's going to get five looks out of the backfield and potentially score a touchdown for you in the pass catching game. Now, will I go with him over a guy like Keyshawn Vaughn? Now, Keyshawn Vaughn out of Vanderbilt is coming into the league and he lands in the Perth Ecto spot. He's going to be getting dump offs from TB12, Tom Brady himself, the king of the dump off, but there may be too many cooks in the kitchen in Tampa Bay. That may be possible because there's Mike Evans, there's Chris Godwin, Gronk, Vaughn, Rojo. There's a lot of guys there. All right? Will Rojo take over? For, will Keyshawn Vaughn take over? I'm not sure. So that's more of a risky pick. So if you want to go for risk with a lot of upside, go Keyshawn Vaughn. If you want to go a bit safer, I'd probably go Kareem Hunt, even though I don't love him in PPR. But I'm going to go with Keyshawn Vaughn here. I think that he's a very talented player. I don't think he's a guy that you start the first couple of weeks. You sit and you wait to see how he turns out. Likely in the next round, we're going to turn for a quarterback, though, if the one I want to be available is still available. So we go with Keyshawn Vaughn, rookie running back out of Tampa Bay. So after we went with Keyshawn Vaughn, Hunter Henry comes with the ball, followed by Evan Ingram, Deshaun Watson, Marquise Brown. So perfect. The guy I wanted is still on the board, and that is Joshua Allen. Now, Deshaun Watson is ranked above him probably slightly for me. I mean, Deshaun Watson, he has no receivers around him, no receivers. They go from DeAndre Hopkins and a bunch of scrubs to just a bunch of scrubs because Will Fuller, Cooks, and this whole fucking wide receiver core is injury prone. These motherfuckers love that blue tent more than they love breathing. They love to get hurt. They get hurt hurt just tying their cleats to go out and play. They get hurt taking a shower. So I'm not really trusting that. I'm going to go ahead and select Josh Allen here. Now, Josh Allen has that big play upside. He's the guy that just heaves it, and he avoids these interceptions because he just throws it way too far over these guys. He looks deep down the field. He adds a down-the-field threat and a great wide receiver in Stephon Diggs in the offseason the Bills add. So I love Josh Allen's value here. He also has that rushing upside. If we go ahead and take a look at his stats real quick, last season he had 3,000 passing yards, uh, 85 quarterback rating, 20 passing touchdowns, 9 INTs, and 9 rushing touchdowns on 500 rushing yards. So his rookie year, 600 and 31 rushes his sophomore season in 2019, 510 rushing yards, and eight touchdowns and nine touchdowns, respectively. He is a guy that's going to get you probably seven to 10 rushing touchdowns and 500 yards plus, 400, 500 yards plus in the rushing game, which is a huge bonus. If you're in a four-point-per-passing touchdown league, if he runs in that touchdown, you're going to get two more points than if he passed it in. If you're even just playing in a uh, league that's six-point for passing touchdown, it counts exactly the same, but it is still great for you. I love getting rushing quarterbacks. And a guy like Josh Allen, who is in a much easier division now, now that TB12 is out of there, uh, while the defenses are pretty good in this division, Josh Allen always seems to play strong against them. So I like Josh Allen here. Some solid value in the seventh round. A guy that I would find it very, very hard to pass up here in the seventh round. So after we went ahead and selected Josh Allen, which is actually kind of early, typically we wait till like the 12th round to pick a quarterback. 
back. But we went with one early here since the value fell. It is very important to draft based upon value and not just set yourself into some type of a strategy where you know you need to draft quarterback here, draft running back here. You just wait. Except for with running backs, I typically just love getting two out of three in the first three rounds with the running back. So after we went with Josh Allen, Air Aaron Rodgers came off the board, followed by Kareem Hunt, Julian Edelman, Will Fuller, Damian Williams, uh, injury-prone Carson Wentz, John Brown, TB12, Philip Lindsay, uh, Emmanuel Sanders, Matty Snapback, Brandon Cooks, Marvin Jones, Matt Breida, Mike Williams, Christian Kirk, C, these nuts, CD Lamb, Latavius Murray, Rojo, uh, Darius Slayton, Jerry Judy, AP. Um, if you guys notice, in the eighth round, it gets a bit dry here in 14-team leagues. It is getting down to the gritty, but that's why we drafted a quarterback early to make sure that we got one. Now, looking at uh, actually at the draft board, that uh, the picks that happened before, I want to talk about Aaron Rodgers. Now, this is not... Aaron Rodgers, he's keeping his job. There's no fucking way in fuck Jordan Love takes that job, so don't even think about that. I'm just worried because I think that this offense is much more run-heavy than they used to be. When Devontae Adams is healthy, Devontae Adams is going to be getting the ball, but they drafted another running back, so I'm not too sure I love Aaron Rodgers, but uh, I think he's going to be a guy that I categorize as a bust because he's just going to be going too high to have, like, to have a lot of guys over him. Another guy to talk about is Julian Edelman. Now, in the seventh round, are you really going to take Julian Edelman? Because Jared Stidham's his quarterback. How good is Jared Stidham? Didn't look too good when he was playing in those games. Uh, same thing to go with Emmanuel Sanders. Pretty early for the guy. I mean, sure, he's the wide receiver, too, on New Orleans, but... Do you really trust that? I kind of don't, to be honest with you. Uh, another pick that I don't like is C.D. Lamb. Like, why are you picking fucking C.D. Lamb over Jerry Judy, a wide receiver three out on the team, versus a guy who's going to be the wide receiver two? Just does not make very much sense to me. Now, looking at the running back core right now, it is absolutely eviscerated. Guys like James White, Tevin Coleman, Tariq Cohen, Tony Pollard, Alexander Madison, Zach Moss, Duke Johnson, Boston Scott. So an absolute shit show. So at the wide receiver position, there's actually a guy I really, really like to draft late, and a guy I'm going to be talking about a lot more in these videos, and that's Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson is going to be a rookie in the NFL. Justin Jefferson absolutely was skull fucking defenses on LSU. Now, I understand he goes from LSU, the best team in college football, to a team that's pretty average in the NFL, in the Minnesota Vikings. But Mr. Kirk Cousins is going to be screaming you like that, throwing the ball to Justin Jefferson all the time. Now, the one worry to me is that Kirk Cousins seems to just lock on a receiver any given game. So if you look in the past, when he'll lock on to Stephon Diggs, or he'll lock on to Adam Thielen and just be looking at them repeatedly. Now, Justin Jefferson will never put up a stinker, probably, where he gets you zero points, but there will be some games where he's disappointing, so I try to look for Justin Jefferson. Obviously, he is my wide receiver three, so he's a guy that I'm going to be putting in every once in a while, especially in a standard league. I just lock those two guys in, and I typically put a running back in my flex, unless one of these guys like Justin Jefferson is a true diamond in the rough and is a guy you have to lock in to the flex position. So I like Justin Jefferson here on the Minnesota Vikings. I think the Minnesota Vikings made a great addition drafting this guy. And I think he's going to be seeing a decent amount of targets from Mr. Kirk Cousins. Now, my only worry is it's kind of a big worry is that the rookie wide receiver is not going to be able to develop this connection with the quarterbacks going into the season because it seems like training camp is not going to happen. OTAs, these type of things. So they may have preseason, but in preseason, Kirk Cousins is going to be playing that much with Justin Jefferson. But you got to hope in the short amount of time they develop that connection. And plus, you're drafting him in the eighth round, so he's going to ride the pine for a bit. Like week four, week five, once he starts to develop that connection, you're going to be loving having to get Justin Jefferson here late in your draft. So after we selected Justin Jefferson, uh, Zach Moss came up the board, followed by Henry Ruggs, A.J. Dillon, and Big Ben Roethlisberger. So this makes my second pick here very, very easy. We're going to go ahead and draft yet another wide receiver. We're going to get a guy that I think is very, very safe to get here super late in these drafts, and that is Mr. Anthony Miller. Now, some people might not like Anthony Miller, but Anthony Miller is the second best wide receiver on that team. 
All right? Allen Robinson, then him. So, realistically, you're thinking Trubisky's not going to play. I think Trubisky, if he plays, plays like four games, and they say, fuck you, what a big, big dick Nick Foles. Now, he had touchdown regression, went from 7 to 2. He played in 16 games, 52 receptions, 84 targets, 600 yards, and only two touchdowns. So, we didn't have an amazing year, but I do think the upside is really there for that guy because they really don't have any options aside from Montgomery, Cohen, and... Uh, Allen Robinson, so I think that Anthony Miller has the potential to light it up, and as a guy you're going to be drafting super late, I like that value. So right now, after nine rounds, we got Josh Allen, Saquon Barkley, Miles Sanders, DJ Moore, Robert Woods, Le'Veon Bell, Keyshawn Vaughn, Justin Jefferson, and Anthony Miller, and here we are likely going to lock in probably two more running backs and then go with a backup quarterback and our tight end. So uh, looking down here, there are some guys that I like uh, that have some solid value to me. Now, if, 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 Kenyon Drake was to go down. I love Chase Edmonds. I love Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds showed me last year when uh, David Johnson was hurt before they got in Kenyon Drake. Chase Edmonds was on fucking fire. So he proves to me right there that he is a guy that I like. So I'm going to recap. Actually, I forgot to do this. To recap the draft board, after we selected Mr. Anthony Miller, Tevin Coleman came off the board, followed by Sterling Shepard, Robbie Anderson, Alshon Jeffrey, Tariq Cohen, Jalen Rieger, uh, Jared Cook, Devontae Freeman, who's not even on a team, James White, Jameson Crowder, Curtis Samuel, Alexander Madison, Deontay Johnson, Duke Johnson, Preston Williams, Tony Pollard, 49ers D, Michael Pittman, Boston Scott, uh, Golden Tate, Steelers defense, Michael Hardman. Do not draft a defense before the last round or the second to last round. Don't do that, okay? Plain and simple. It's just not worth it. And I'm going to explain to you guys at the end of the draft how to draft a defense and a kicker. So right here, we're in the 10th round, but in reality, this is like the fucking 13th round of a normal league. So we're going to go ahead and draft these handcuffs that have potential to me. Now, our running backs, Miles Sanders and Saquon Barkley, you're not drafting Saquon's fucking handcuff, and I don't think you're going to be drafting Miles Sanders either. So we're going to go ahead and select Chase Edmonds, running back out of Arizona. This guy has immense talent. Like I said, he showed me when Kenyon, or when David Johnson was hurt that he has the talent to be an RB1 in fantasy football if he was to go down. So I like that value in Chase Edmonds. Now, Rashad Penny is still available, and Rashad Penny would be a guy I'd like to draft, but like I said earlier in the video, Chris Carson is going to be the blown back there. I know they have DJ Dallas, but Rashad Penny's likely starting the season on the PUP, the physically unable to perform, kind of like me in the bedroom. So Rashad Penny is uh, just going to be pretty good. Uh, pretty good like 10 weeks from now. 10 weeks from the start of the season, if he was healthy, I would actually like him because Chris Carson has fumbleitis. But at the end of the day, you're not fucking benching him for DJ Dallas. So looking now at the running back core, still available Rashad Petty, Naheem Hines, Justin Jackson, who I think may end up getting cut because they ended up drafting running back Jamal Williams, Rock Armstead, Malcolm Brown, Justice Hill, uh, Giovanni Bernard, Benny Snell, uh, DeAndre Evans, Gus Edwards, Royce Freeman, Joshua Kelly, the guy who I think they might uh, they might cut uh, Justin Jackson because they got him. But uh, we're going to go with my boy, where is he? I fucking scrolled over him. My boy, Rock Armstead. Raquel Armstead, the backup for Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette might actually get his ass shipped off from that team. I thought it was going to happen during the draft, and it didn't, so maybe they keep him for one more year. But if he goes down, Rock Armstead is a very, very talented running back out of college. was amazing. I mean, he didn't do much last year. Two tutties, 108 rushing yards. Didn't do too much. But with that said, he was behind Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette's the workhorse. If Leonard Fournette goes down, you play Rock Armstead or you trade Rock Armstead to the Leonard Fournette guy. And you got a perfect value there. So I like that move. Same goes with Chase Edmonds, a guy you can trade. So after we go with Mr. Rock Armstead, Justin Jackson can't the board, Father Rashad Penny, Hayden Hurst, Gronk, 
uh, Malcolm Brown, Ravens, Carlos Hyde, Deshaun Jackson, Naheem Hines, Noah Fant, Kirk Cousins, Dallas Goder, DJ or TJ Hawkinson, Joe Burrow, Jamal Williams, Denzel Mims, Janu Smith, uh, Buffalo defense, Jack Doyle, Corey Davis, Baker Mayfield. So we may have kind of made a false move not drafting a tight end before that because the tight end core is not going to look too hot. So likely you probably should have drafted a tight end there instead of drafting Rock Armstead because he probably would have fallen to us. So realistically what you would have done is drafted uh, Hayden Hurst or Gronk or Fant or Goder and then just did that. But there's still guys that are available at the tight end position. These are much more deep sleepers, but I don't hate doing this. Uh, in leagues, just waiting completely and then drafting a guy that I think has upside. And that guy to me is Ian Thomas. Now, Ian Thomas is not going to get talked about. They get rid of third leg Greg, and Ian Thomas, when he had to fill in for third leg Greg, played Greg Olson, played pretty well. So I think Ian Thomas has some upside as a tight end, a very deep sleeper. We're talking 14-team league deep sleeper. In a 12-team league, 10-team league, I'm not really looking for him. But here, Ian Thomas is a solid value, has shown glimpses of looking good. So after we showed or we drafted Ian Thomas, Kyle Rudolph, the Red Nose Reindeer came off the board, followed by Danny Dimes, Antonio Gibson, and Rolls-Royce Freeman. So for the quarterback, our backup, we're just going to draft a guy that I think actually has top 14 value, and that's Drew Locke. I think if Drew Locke, they drafted a shit ton of wide receivers. They draft one early. They draft another one early. They draft another one early. They added these wide receivers to this offense so that they can go out there and they can win. They have Cortland Sutton. They have talent around him now after drafting some more talent. I love what I saw in Drew Locke last season. Now, I believe he only played a couple of games, five, six games, maybe five games, 89.4 or 89.7 completion quarterback ration, uh, ratio, uh, completion ratio of 64.1, 1,000 passing yards, seven touchdowns, three interceptions, 72 rushing yards. This guy went out there and balled out when called upon. He's the starter now. They didn't draft a quarterback until later if they even drafted one. So I'm not really worried about Drew Locke. I love Drew Locke. I think he has top 14 upside. I made a video about he's a sleeper. I'm going to be making videos all off season long about how good Drew Locke is and how much I believe in him late in drafts. So we're going to go ahead and select Horsecock Drew Locke at pick number 13.03. So after we went with Drew Locke, a bunch of picks went off the board, followed by uh, James Washington, Justice Hill, Darrington Evans, Benny Snell, Hunter Renfro, Gus Edwards, Giovanni Bernard, Peyton Barber, Josh Kelly, Damian Harris, DeAndre Washington, New England D, Chicago D, New Orleans Saints, uh, Rams defense, uh, Eric Ebron, Jared Goff, Justin Tucker the fucker, Jimmy Gua, Harrison Bucker, Blake Jarwin, Kansas City defense. And now we're going to draft a defense and a kicker. So first we're going to go with defense. So how do you draft the defense, you might ask? I told you at the beginning of the video that I was going to explain to you how to draft the defense. It is simple as one, two, three, A, B, C. It's as easy as one, two, three, that type of deal. I mean, sorry, hopefully I didn't get copyrighted because I sound just like young Michael Jackson, so... What you're going to want to be doing is go on Google. Once the schedule comes out, I believe May 9th is that date, go type in NFL schedule week one. Find a defense playing a shitty offense, and you take you draft them, and then you know what you do week two? If they're not if they're playing up against a hard opponent, you cut their ass, play a different one. I'm going to be making videos all season long, which defenses to pick up, and right before the draft, I'm going to make a video of which defenses to draft, and I'm going to talk about them in the mocks. So we're going to go Minnesota Vikings, the highest-ranked defense, but that's not really who we would pick. And then for kicker, I'm probably going to release a kicker rankings video, but you just go with the best guy available. I think Matt Gay has potential to absolutely tear it up in Tampa Bay with Brady, but I'm going to go with Robbie Gould, who I know is on a solid offense and is a pretty solid kicker. So after that, a bunch of kickers and defenses are probably going to go off the board, so no need to really talk about that. 
Madden lost any real players go. Actually, real quick, shout out to my boy Young Hoku, my old bitch lame, but my Young Hoku. So our draft gets a 95 out of 100 in A. Obviously, that grade does not really matter. So thank you to the person who requested this draft, Sam A. I really appreciate it. Our team, real quick to recap, we had Mr. Joshua Allen, Saquon Barkley, Miles Sanders, DJ Moore, Robert Woods, Ian Thomas, Le'Veon Bell. Kicker defense don't really matter. Keyshawn Vaughn, Justin Jefferson, Austin Miller, or Anthony Miller, I should say, Chase Edmonds, Rock Armstead, and Horsecock, Drew Locks. Thank you guys all for watching this video. If at any point you enjoyed, click that subscribe button on the screen or down below the video above me, the video to the left, the video to the top left. It would really mean a lot. Make sure that you guys tell your loved ones around you that you love them because any day could be your last. I love each and every single one of you guys. Please always remember that. Make sure to leave a comment down below. Have a great rest of your guys' day.